Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You having any of it? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Go ahead. Make my day. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. You know, we always thought he was very special. I don't know why, but we did. Pedro Fernandez. Formerly vacuum cleaner salesman, strongest man on earth, and now mental giant. Namas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Race, folks. Having defended that title, I'll get this, 28 years and like 11 months, 3 weeks, we're like a week and a half away from the 29th anniversary of this show. And I'm so happy to be here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, the iHeartRadio Network, the American Forces Network, around the world on the Internet, Fantastic cable radio network channel, too. So we got all these different platforms, tunein.com, stitcher.com. I can go on and on, but I'm just happy to be going around the world, folks. Speaking of going around the world, just got back from Budapest, Hungary. I want to tell you like this. I don't think you're going to meet too many talk show hosts or listen to too many talk shows on the radio that introduce heads of state. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly David Frost, but I've introduced a couple of heads of state, and I got the chance introduced the Hungarian president this past Thursday night in Budapest, Hungary at a fantastic, fantastic, I mean, it was a great, great event, folks. Don King, I sung happy birthday to him, of course, the world's greatest promoter, the guy with the wire, the wire-haired wonder, call him what you want, but Don, 82 years young, he was on top of his game. We had a great time in Budapest, so that was boxing. We also talked some MMA over there, and MMA is becoming big bigger than you life in Europe. I mean, every country now wants their own ultimate fighter show. So we've got some UFC stuff to talk about. How about the lightweight championship of the world? The lightweight 155-pound UFC title changing hands last night as Anthony Pettis duplicates his first win over Benson Henderson by stopping him. Straight up, all the news, all the details, all the grit, all the glory right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. NFL is coming up, and you, if you're like a lot of America, you are getting ready for your fantasy football league, right? And you need to maybe do a mock draft or two. Well, the Nick Bonsanto Show wants to help you be better prepared for your fantasy football league. Here's what you need to do. Go to FFToolbox.com, FFToolbox.com. Click on the mock draft. Keep mock drafting until you feel comfortable. And here's the thing. They're having a mock draft world championship. If you in your mock draft come up with a team and you go, wow, that team's great. Guess what? 
the Nick Bonsanto Show with an agreement with the good folks with the Mock Draft World Championship have agreed to allow you to enter that team into the Mock Draft World Championship. Just go in, put Nick in the promo code, and the first handful of people, first 25, will get a free entry from FF Toolbox and the Nick Bonsanto Show. There are many debt relief plans and scams out there. So if you find yourself with $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you just want the facts about legitimate debt relief solutions available to you, then call American Credit Card Solutions for a free informational kit that will tell you about your options in simple, easy-to-understand terminology. The kit is free, the shipping is free, and there is absolutely no sales pitch, just the facts. Sent directly to you in the mail, this free informational kit can be mailed to you today so you can examine all the debt relief options available in the comfort of your home with no one pressuring you to make a quick decision. Call 800-287-8013 and ask for your free kit. That's 800-287-8013. This is a first-come, first-served offer, and kits are limited. So call right now for your free debt information kit. 800-287-8013. Call now. 800-287-8013. Hear Michael Jordan talk about what makes a great player or what Mark Teixeira thinks about every time he puts on his Yankee uniform. These original full-length interviews and more are now available in the Sports Byline Audio Vault at sportsbyline.com. You'll hear players, coaches, managers, and owners talk about their careers, influences, and moments they'll never forget. This rare collection of original full-length interviews is available on iPhones, iPads, and Android devices at sportsbyline.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Some youngster yesterday said to me, I said, that's Christopher Wallace. And they go, who? That's Notorious B.I.G. So do you think he was born Notorious B.I.G.? <laughs> Christopher Wallace, may he rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. Let's go to the, wow, I mean the results from UFC 164. The House of Beer. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What can I say? It's all about beer there, right? Well, last night, it was all about the UFC, folks, the D. Bradley Center. Straight up, the main event, $907,000 was the gate. Not too bad. UFC coming to town for the first time and not having a superstars, per se, on top of the card, but it was a good, solid card. Anthony Pettis. Remember him? The guy I said he didn't think was, I didn't think was going to be able to beat Benson Henderson again. Well, guess what? He beat him, and again. This time, it was a submission, an armbar, at 431 of round number one. Uh, Henderson opened strong. He had his man up against the cage. He was working the cage well. I mean, it looked like it was going to roll Benson's way. Okay, and then Pettis, being the, the game dude that he is, and he hurt his knee afterwards, so he might have to have surgery. According to Dana White, the president of the USC in his post-fight interview, the, although uh, Pettis didn't say it, uh, White said it, and the bottom line is if he does have an in, you know injured knee, He's probably going to have to go under, undergo surgery. That's not good, but he is the lightweight champion, 155 pounds, and that means a lot as far as the world of MMA is concerned because that means you are on top of the world. If you are president, if you are president, I take it back, if you are a champion of the USC, you are with the number one organization, the number one ranked organization in the world. Of course, as I said earlier, 
There are Ultimate Fighter shows now. I think Turkey's going to have one. I think India's going to have one. Australia and the U.K. are going back and forth. They're going to have one. I mean, all these individual countries want to have their own Ultimate Fighter contest. They want to see who's the best, who's the best MMA fighter in their country. Okay, So with all these countries coming together and doing this all around the world, the UFC revenue, which was $500 million, roughly $500 million last year. That's like half a billion dollars, although I think the property itself the actual uh, franchise, the UFC franchise, viewed by all of Zufa Sports, I think you'd be playing somewhere around $1.8 billion. And, of course, it was a – I remember in, I would say, about 2004, 2005, 2006, you know, they lost $33 million bucks to start with. Yeah, this wasn't a, a money-making venture right out, of the, right, right out the gate. In fact, Lorenzo Fertitta and Frank Fertitta, there were even rumors of them, them being the majority owners of Zufa Sports, which is the parent company of the UFC – uh, there was even, you know, talk about them selling, talk about them wanting to get out. These guys, they run these station casinos down in Las Vegas, which is a chain of casinos. And they were freaking out. I mean, you lose 33 million bucks. Yeah, you start to freak out a little bit. You know, the first pay-per-view, you, you've got it on the air, Tito Ortiz and Vladimir uh, Koroshenko or something like that. And and, and, and the, the pay-per-view cuts off like with the main event, like only a half a round in. Wow. I mean, all kinds of nightmares. The UFC learned the hard way. They really did. They lost 33 million bucks. But now, as I said, a billion, probably a billion eight. That's what they're, if you wanted to buy the UFC, you probably have to pay a billion eight to do so. Now, the people in Dubai, the the country of Dubai, their investors, they have 13% of the ultimate fighting championship. Okay. Dana White has 10%. Frank Lorenzo Fertitta split the rest, and they are the majority of stockholders, of course, Lorenzo Fertitta the former uh, member of the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and he sort of greased the wheels. He sort of got the UFC into Nevada. And once the UFC got into Nevada, it sort of took off. I mean, the ultimate fighter show, but the bottom line is these big mega cards, I mean, these pay-per-views, and they've been fantastic. Some of them haven't lived up to some of the hype. But listen, you're not going to live up, to, you're not going to, like, put out great fights every time out. There aren't going to be fantastic main events on top of each other. I mean, you try. Joe Silva, I think, is the best matchmaker. The UFC matchmaker, as far as the world of MMA is concerned, I mean, he gets the job done. He does. And rarely does he put his guys in soft. I mean, even the guys that draw, they just don't get too many soft fights as far as the world of UFC is concerned with Joe Silva. And last night, I'm telling you, man, not too many people thought that Benson Henderson would lose this title. You know, there were those that thought he was maybe on the verge of becoming a great fighter, a great lightweight champion. Of course, the lone loss to Anthony Pettis, you heard him say right here on this show, in the same studio, sitting right across from me in in February or March of this. I think it was in February this year. He said, you know, I've got some unfinished business with Pettis. Pettis is on my list. He's the guy that I want. Well, guess what? Pettis backed his wins in his lightweight title fight when somebody else got hurt. And what happens? He wins on a submission, 431. Benson Henderson verbally uh, submitted and that's 431 of round number one. Benson Henderson loses for the second time. The semi-main event, the comeback kid. One guy's comeback, there's another guy's going away ticket, folks. I'm talking about Josh Barnett, probably the mouth that roared. A better guy as far as talking than Chael Sonnen is. Chael Sonnen is just repetitious and he's, he's annoying, okay? Josh Barnett is not annoying. Josh Barnett is entertaining. Okay, he is. I've had him in the studio as well. He's entertaining. The former two-time UFC champion never lost his title, had it stripped from him for taking steroids and had some performance-enhancing drug issues and things like that. But the bottom line was last night he got in the ring with Frank Mir. 
Okay, Frank Mir is the real deal, folks. Him too, a former UFC heavyweight title holder. Okay, Frank Frank Santos Mir, Francisco Santos Mir, nice guy. Had him in the studio as well. Very nice guy. Okay, but I don't think he's got it anymore. When I say I don't think he's got it, is that I think you, no matter what kind of condition you get yourself into at a certain point in time in your career. When you're a fighter, and I know that being a former fighter myself, and yes, I did win several amateur championships as a boxer, several ranked in the United States, um, California champion, USPAL champion, four-time San Francisco Golden Champion. I go on. I, I, my credentials I'm not worried about, okay? But Frank Mir, the reason why I bring up my, my abilities in Frank Mir was is that it, it was a point in time where I realized I couldn't pull the trigger anymore. In other words, I was just getting just a fraction of a second off. And that fraction of a second, that fraction of a second, folks, even though I was fighting at the, you know, the lightest way I can go, 139 pounds, junior welter, 140 pounds, um, I wasn't able to do the things I was able to do a fight or two prior. I just couldn't do it anymore. I think I had like six months in between fights. And I trained for that entire six months. I mean, never let myself get out of shape or heavier and this and that. But I just couldn't pull the trigger. And even though I think I won that last fight, that I lost that split decision at the San Francisco Civic Auditorium the night I retired, um, I, I thought, I, I thought I won the fight. I mean, I thought I won the fight, even when, win or lose. I told my mother who was sitting ringside that it was over because I didn't have the hunger anymore and I couldn't hit the target. I couldn't pull the trigger. In other words, it was there and then it was gone. It was like magic. Okay. And that's what I think was going on with Frank Mir. Frank Mir is only like 32 or 33 years old. I mean, he's not an old man per se. He's not. Okay. And he got himself in fantastic condition for his prior fight. Of course, against Daniel Cormier, and Cormier took him to school. I mean, Frank Mir thought it was like a five-round championship fight. He didn't come, didn't start fighting until like the third round, and he landed a few good kicks on Cormier, but Cormier is still undefeated now, 14-0, 15-0, depending on who you're talking about. Of course, he's going to be the real serious challenger should John Jones, the world light heavyweight, 205-pound champion out of Atlanta, GA. And hello, 3WE in Atlanta, GA, and uh, – my man back there, John Jones. But should John Jones get past Alex Gustafson, which I think he will, in his next uh, title opportunity, and should he beat him, that's the Swede, he'll beat the Swede. Swede's a long, lean guy. He's about the same size as, as Bones Jones, six foot four, 205 pounds, got the reach about the same. So they're, they're both freaks of nature, okay? But I think John Jones is right now the best fighter pound for pound in all of MMA. Straight up the best, the very best, okay? And I think that... When he gets past Gustafson, if he can beat Glover Texario, this is going to be the fight that defines John Jones's career. And everybody says, Pedro, how can you say that? The guy's already had like three or four successful defenses. He smoked everybody there is to smoke. I mean, and nobody really hangs with John Jones. Well, guess what? Glover Texario is a different beast. And I'm telling you, I, I told you Chris Weidman. People laughed at me about that. How about all those folks out there that dropped me emails that thought I was on drugs? Let's so say Chris Weidman was going to knock out Anderson Silva. And I said this even before the fight was announced. I said this when I saw Chris Weidman take out Mark Munoz last year in San Jose, California, in a car that was on Fuel TV. But none of you saw it because Fuel TV wasn't in anybody's homes. I think like 225,000 homes saw that across the country. There's 350 million people in this country. Only 220,000 homes. Watch that fight between Mark Munoz, the former NCAA wrestling champion, a stud. No question about that, okay? And Chris Weidman, a beast. The beast took out the stud. Munoz was supposed to win. There was like 30 guys ringside. 29 guys went one way. One guy went the other way. I took Weidman. Why did I take Weidman? 
He's got a good wrestling pedigree. He's in shape. He's got a good trainer. And guess what? He's never been taken off his feet. Never been taken off his feet. And I don't mean knocked down. I mean nothing. No guy's ever been able to sweep him off his feet. He's controlled every fight he's been in. He's had 10 fights. Okay? He is a man. The UFC middleweight champion, 185 pounds, knocked out Anderson Silva. The spider did the impossible. Nobody beats Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva was going to retire with his title intact. He was like pound for pound the king. And what ticked me off is now the UFC, the audacity of the UFC, with her top 10 pound for pound ratings on the UFC website at UFC.com, are now say that Anderson Silva is like number three or number four, and Chris Weidman's not even on the list, or he's like number nine. What kind of crap is that? I mean, come on. You know the rematch, December 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada, UFC 168, along with Ronda Rousey and uh, Misha Tate in the rematch as well. Guess what? Anderson Silva, you better go fight Roy Jones after this because your MMA career is over. So Josh Barnett redefines himself as a heavyweight with a TKO one. The time was 156 over Frank Mirror, the former UFC light. And take that back, heavyweight champion. Got some other results to talk about from UFC 164, including Clay Guida getting lit up like the White House Christmas tree. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And my man, Ben Rothwell. You know, Big Ben, I love Big Ben. He's a journeyman. He's like a truth seeker. If you can't fight, guess what? Ben Rothwell exposes you. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the American Forces Network, and the iHeartRadio Network. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are InSphere Insurance Solutions. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-852-1859. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now, 1-800-852-1859. That's 1-800-852-1859. 1-800-852-1859. In 2000, the U.S. national debt was $5.6 trillion. 
and gold was 272 an ounce. By 2010, the U.S. debt was 13.5 trillion. Gold had risen to 1,421. Today, our government is projecting over 20 trillion dollars of debt in the year 2016. Isn't it time you own gold? You can't control federal spending, but you can control where you put your investment dollars. Goldline has safely delivered billions of dollars in gold to its clients for over 50 years. Diversifying with gold is a smart strategy. Call Goldline today to receive your free investor kit, 800-319-9027. Ask them about payment options and read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Use your credit card for safety and convenience. Don't wait. Call Goldline today, 800-319-9027, 800-319-9027. Well, you know, I think that he's becoming a very capable striker and he's starting to enjoy it. I still don't think that uh, he realizes, you know, high-level striking of the UFC guys. I think that uh, eventually, no matter what happens, he's going to go for a shot and go for a takedown. And then, uh, you know, on the ground, I just don't see him simulating. I think actually fighting Josh Barnett was probably a bad thing for him because he might feel a certain amount of confidence by going to the ground with me. And the difference is, is you know, Barnett and I are a little different. Uh, you know, Barnett's a great grappler. I just don't think he has the same finishing abilities that I do. I have a who's who on when I catch a hold of a limb. I don't think anybody's going to, you know, whether they like me or not, they're not going to argue about the fact that I don't finish fights when I get a hold of something. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you want to interview anybody at Bellator, you can only go through me, buddy. Don't be bothering my boss, Bajorn. Little shout-out to the team there at Bellator, the Bellator Fighting Championships, with the theme of the Big Valley. And Lee Major still going strong. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. The $6 million man still going strong. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. It was our Frank Mirror comments talking about Daniel Cormier. Cormier, like, smoked him over three rounds. And then the fight wasn't even close, except for Frank Mirror landing a few kicks. Frank Mirror was, like, not in that fight. And last night, he got stopped in the very first round, as I said earlier. One minute and 56 seconds. A knee. A TKO with a knee. Josh Barnett. The former, hey, Josh Barnett, I'm going to get Josh Barnett on the show in the next few weeks. Josh Barnett is one of the best guests you can ever have on the show. In studio, on the phone, he's nutty, he's crazy, he talks a great game, and I'm looking forward to having him, and a congratulation to Josh Barnett on the big win in the heavyweight division. Makes him a player once again. Chad Mendes won a featherweight fight over Clay Guida. Clay Guida can fight, folks, and Clay Guida got TKO'd in three. Time was 30 seconds. Clay Guida, Clay Guida always brings it, no question about that. Now, my man, the listen. In boxing, we used to call these guys gatekeepers or or truth or they sort of they sort of, they're truth tellers. What I mean by that is they'll tell you the truth about a guy, whether a guy can fight or whether a guy can't. Okay, there are gatekeepers in boxing. There are gatekeepers in the UFC. And guess what? <laughs> ben Rothwell. Ben Rothwell is a gatekeeper. And last night he defeated Brandon Vera. TKO was punches. The third round, one minute and fifty four seconds of their heavyweight title, the heavyweight fight. Of course, Ben Rothwell. I wouldn't consider a Ben. An upper echelon heavyweight. <clears throat> I just wouldn't. I don't think that <clears throat> he could deal with the champion. Nobody deals with the champion right now, Cain Velasquez. I mean, some of the training, <clears throat> some of the training he does down here in Silicon Valley, getting off subjects for a second with Cain Velasquez in his training, he, of course, he's the USC heavyweight champion, is that when he spars, they'll put different guys in, in, in the same round. In other words, he'll go like two or three minutes with a guy, and the guy will be like, eh, really working him to death, right? And all of a sudden, they'll throw in another guy. Just like that. No rest, none, and he gets like 30 seconds between rounds instead of the full minute. The guy's got some of the best cardio in all of MMA, and as far as the heavyweight's concerned, 
I have never, ever in my life seen a heavyweight athlete with the stamina of the current UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, he's a man. Cain Velasquez, folks. Of course, taking on Junior Dos Santos in the, the, well, it's the, the end of a trilogy. I mean, Dos Santos scored the, the first fight. It was a bang. It was a knockout upset in, in the blink of an eye, of course, on that Fox debut back in 2011, I believe. And now we've got, you know, Cain Velasquez having taken the title back from Junior Dos Santos after beating on him like a rag doll, landing that big right hand, overhand right, counter right, boxing one-on-one, baby. That's right, boxing one-on-one. is what That's what got Junior Dos Santos the championship, and that's what Cain Velasquez took the championship back from Junior Dos Santos with. Boxing 101, a right-hand counter over the lazy left jab, a boxing move of Junior Dos Santos halfway through the first round. Let me tell you, Dos Santos from Brazil, he never, ever recovered. He's told people this. He said, from that first round on, a lot of the fight I really didn't remember because he was getting pummeled. He was getting, I mean, shellacked. I mean, holy cow. I couldn't believe it. I thought they were going to stop the fight. I really did. But Dos Santos, he hung, and he hung, and he hung, and he hung. And I think it's to his, his detriment. I just think that you're better off taking your quick whooping than prolonging it, especially if you, like, had your brain rattled, you know, and you're going to have a concussion and things like that because I think that was a concussion-given blow. I mean, he just disconnected. He was like, bah, boom. He, like, neurologically short-circuited just for a brief second. And and when you neurologically short-circuit, your eyes close or they roll back in your head and and your legs just drop out from under you, that means you've been concussed. That means you're going to have a brain bleed, and brain bleeds are serious business. Of course, in the sport of MMA versus the sport of boxing, you would think that there are a lot more brain bleeds in MMA than there are in boxing. No question about that. That's what you hear the boxing people say, right? Wrong. Wrong. From 2001 to 2006, and I'll state this study time and time again because uh, none of my uh, so-called competitors have bothered to look this up, but from 2001 to 2006, the Nevada State Athletic Commission, like them or not, they conducted tests on all their fighters, MMA and boxing. The MMA guys, they got brain bleeds or concussions 2.1% of the time. Boxing guys on the other end, 21% of the time. Holy Seriously, like 10 times as many brain bleeds in boxing. Why? Because they use the big gloves and it's over and over and over and over. It's redundancy, folks. I mean, that's one thing about small gloves. I always liked the smaller gloves. When I was a kid, we used to fight with real small gloves. I was real cool with that. And we didn't have to use those big old pillows, okay? Those were cool. When I fought for the state title, it was with 8-ounce gloves. I liked that. You could feel your fist in the glove. You could feel it. When we went to 10s, and then I think they were talking about 12s. They tried to get me to wear 12s one time or 14s for an exhibition over in Oakland, California. I told them, you know, I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I, I really not. I didn't think that I'm going to go out there and perform in a non, you know, an exhibition with these big gloves on looking slow with a headgear on. I just didn't want to do it. If you want to let me go out there and do an exhibition with, you know, 8s on, I'll do it. But I wouldn't do it with the big fat gloves and the promoter, Otis Grimble, may he rest in peace, got a little ticked off of me. So Ben Rothwell's a winner. And Ben moves on now. Of course, he is the guy. Another one of those gatekeepers. Dustin Poirier beat Eric Koch last night. Unanimous not across the board. 29-28, 29-27, and 29-27. Of course, that goes three rounds. Remember, the UFC and MMA in general, the fights are three rounds. Three five-minute rounds with a one-minute round in between. A minute rest period in between. Okay? And then title fights and or main events are five five-minute rounds. Okay, so the bottom line is the Henderson-Pettis fight, schedule five, ended four minutes and 31 seconds into the first round with Benson Henderson losing the lightweight championship. Going back to Seattle, Washington, 
got, he's got to go back to the drawing board. He can't beat Anthony Pettis. This is the second time in a row that Pettis, in two fights, has beaten him. Okay, And Henderson trained his butt off, folks. He could not have been in better shape physically, could not have been in better shape mentally, emotionally. He was together for this fight. No excuses. Anthony Pettis, the better man. Uh, Gleason DeBoe was the winner of James Varner. A couple other fights on the card, but I want to go to this this fight night we had this past uh, this past week. Of course, it was rocking. I'm talking about UFC Fight Night. Uh, Carlos Condit versus Martin Kampman 2, also known as UFC Fight Night 27. It was on Fox Sports 1. Man, it rocked. No doubt about it. Carlos Condit, a winner. TKO and one. Take that back. TKO and four. 54 seconds of the fourth round over Martin Kampman. And Carlos Condit puts himself back sort of in the welterweight picture. He really does. I mean, he's a, a top seven guy, maybe a top eight. Nah, you know, he's, 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 he's a good guy. He's a good fighter. Not a great fighter. I don't know if he'll be challenging for the title or winning any championships anytime soon because I think GSP is on top of his GSP is on top of his game as far as he welterweight's concerned. I mean, no question about that. And then you know, yeah, Rafael Deontos beat uh, Danaki Cerrone. That was a unanimous nod. This is on USC Fight Night, folks, and you've got to watch for these. I mean, they're happening on Fox Sports. Fox Sports won. And this is the brand new channel. It's the former Speed Channel. If you're lost and you're not seeing anything, go to the Internet. Try to pull up one of these Yahoo International uh, live streams on the, on the web and watch the fights. Don't be deprived because your fight or, or your uh, cable company is not picking up right now Fox Sports 1, which is a former speed channel. A lot of you people have it. You just don't know it. It's this undistinguishable number down near the home shopping network, something like that. So we're looking for good things at a Fox Sports 1. They did like a million seven as far as Chael Sonnen debut with the Chael Sonnen win over Mauricio Shogun Rua a couple of weeks ago, uh, they did a 1.7 million people as far as watching is concerned. Good numbers, not as great as some of the FX cable numbers they had, but, you know, let's be honest, Fox Sports 1, a brand-new network, having debuted August 17th. Of course, they'll be home of the Ultimate Fighter. And we've got September 4th. I talked to you about Glover Texaria. Glover's back in the mix. We'll be talking about that fight in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The next light heavyweight champion in the world, Glover Texaria. Just like I said, Chris Weidman would lick Anderson Silva like a stamp. I'm saying the same thing. When they hook up, John Jones, 3WE Atlanta GA, you're losing that title. When Glover Texaria takes care of you, of course, that's scheduled for early. 2014, provided Tuxeria successful in his next fight, which is Wednesday, and you on the uh, on the Fox Sports Channel One. So we'll talk about that a little bit more on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. One 7529 This is the American uh, Forces Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and most importantly, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. for the next Doritos Locos Taco from Taco Bell, and I'm here to help you imagine it. So roll up the windows and kill the AC. Hot, right? That's what it's like to bite into the new fiery Doritos Locos Taco. But there's more. Imagine some limes riding shotgun. Weird, right? Yet they totally work with the heat. Delicious. Now you really know what the fiery Doritos Locos Taco is like. It's a little lime and a lot of fire. Live mus. At participating locations made with lime flavor, Doritos is a trademark of Frito-Lay North America, Inc. 2013. You've had 60-some-odd years to prepare for this moment. 60-some-odd years that added up to a squishy, squashy backyard squirt gun battle. And it's here, in this healthy little water war with your grandkids, that the question hits you. How did I get here? Is it just living in moderation or saving with gusto? Like getting 20% off your Rite Aid purchases every first Wednesday of the month. 
with Rite Aid's new Wellness 65 Plus. 20% off Wednesdays help seniors save big on water guns and everything else. Wellness 65 Plus also lets you accumulate points for every prescription, even Medicare, that earn you up to 20% off your Rite Aid purchases fast. It's one more way Rite Aid is helping you stay here, now that you've actually gotten here. Here, soaking wet and slinking through your own rose bushes. Stop by your Rite Aid, enroll free, and save this Wednesday with Wellness 65 Plus. With us, it's personal. Certain limitations apply. See your Rite Aid store or RiteAid.com for details. Edward Brown here once again to tell you about IRA Services Trust Company. They've been around for over 30 years and allow you to invest your retirement money in a wide variety of alternative investments. Not only that, but they charge among the lowest fees in the self-directed IRA industry. So why not get the most for less? I've been very happy with them since I started with them two years ago. You can't go wrong. Check out IRA Services Trust Company at 800-248-8447 or go to iraservices.com. NFL is coming up, and you, if you're like a lot of America, you are getting ready for your fantasy football league, right? And you need to maybe do a mock draft or two. Well, the Nick Bonsanto Show wants to help you be better prepared for your fantasy football league. Here's what you need to do. Go to fftoolbox.com, fftoolbox.com. Click on the mock draft. Keep mock drafting until you feel comfortable, and here's the thing. They're having a mock draft world championship. If you in your mock draft come up with a team and you go, wow, that team's great, guess what? The Nick Bonsano Show, with an agreement with the good folks with the mock draft world championship, have agreed to allow you to enter that team into the mock draft world championship. Just go in, put Nick in the promo code, and the first handful of people, first 25, will get a free entry from FF Toolbox and the Nick Bonsanto Show. And now the arm triangle, the side choke, and catch wrestling. He's going to drop that head down lower, flatten out. He's doing a good job of flattening out. Catch wrestling, 101. Barnett advances to the final with the first-round side choke. It's Barnett versus Cormier for the Strikeforce World Grand Prix Heavyweight Tournament Final. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. How does Chael Sonnen approach John Jones? Uh, same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Check out that guitar. My man, Jeff Tamalier, Pleasant Hill, California. Former Tower of Power guitarist, former member of the Starship. He's not feeling on it well these days. I saw him a couple of weeks ago when I emceed that Rick Stevens comeback at the Great American Music Hall here in the city by the base, San Francisco, California. And Jeff, I hope you're feeling better, man. You're one of the best guitarists I've ever met in my life and an outstanding musician. And more importantly, you're a great guy and a good friend. So I hope you get better real soon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. Of course, we're talking about, man, the end of uh, the lightweight reign of the Benson Henderson. People thought he was going to be like one of these long reigning champions. I mean, you know, Kyle Kingsbury, our resident expert, King Kyle Kingsbury, of course, USC uh, roster light heavyweights on the UFC roster is a light heavyweight. Lost to Glover Teixeira, who I'll get, come up with, we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, Kyle knows what he's talking about. Kyle thought that there was something a little bit missing with Benson Henderson. He, he, he said he really couldn't put his, could his, put his finger on it, but there was something missing. You know, he wasn't finishing fights the way he should have. You know, the fight with uh, 
with uh, Gilbert Melendez a few months ago. That was that was razor close. Could have went either way. All depending on how you scored the third or the fifth round. Okay, whether you gave the, I, I thought the controversy round was the third one. Um, I gave that one, I believe, to Melendez. I think Melendez might have won by a point. Okay, but the bottom line was he lost by a point. And the San Jose crowd got on Benson Henderson's case. I mean, they were booing him, and he guy gets down on his knees and, and, and proposes to his fiance there in the middle of the octagon, and the crowd's throwing like you know, popcorn, that kind of stuff at him. So the bottom line is it wasn't a good night for him that night, even though he won, okay, because he took a lot of heat from the crowd. Then he comes back and faces his arch nemesis, and Anthony Pettis beats him this time on a submission. So more props to Pettis, no question about that. He is the real deal. As for the mouth that Rory coming into this break here, Chael Sonnen, that win over Shogun Rua makes him a it makes him a, a contender, sort of. I mean, like a guy that's, you know, is more than just a mouth at 205 pounds. I mean, Rua was supposed to be in shape. Rua was supposed to be focused. This was Rua's fight to win. Turned out to be it was Rua's fight to lose. Chael Sonnen took him down. Chael Sonnen, the superior wrestler, took him to the ground. Okay, beat him, got him with a, I think it was a rear guillotine choke. And guess what? Lights out for Mauricio Shogun Rua, another guy whose career, much like Frank Mir, you've got to take into consideration maybe it's the time to retire. Just maybe it's the time to retire. Now, September the 4th, Fox Sports 1 from Brazil, folks. Belo Horizonte, Brazil. The bottom line is UFC Fight Night 28. Glover Texaria, Ryan Bader. Big fight, folks. Huge fight. Texeri hasn't lost a fight since 2005. He's the real deal. Pound for pound, he's on the list as far as Pedro's concerned. And Kyle Kingsbury told you on this show, even though he got banged up by the guy and stopped by the guy, he says that's the hardest hitter he's ever been in with. And this guy spars with the world heavyweight champion, Cain Velasquez. Okay? he's Kyle's been in there with everybody. And Glover Texeria, at 205 pounds, hit harder than any of those guys put together. Last night, I mean, uh, September 4th, he's taking on Ryan Bader. Bader, a bit of a gatekeeper, of course. Of course, this is a setup fight, or what people think is a setup fight for Team Texaria to challenge John Jones after John Jones takes out, of course, Alex Gustafson. Alex Gustafson, the Swede, he can fight, but he ain't no John Jones. And John Jones, I think, is going to come in second when it comes to Glover Texaria. So September 4th, Fox Sports 1, check your actual... Uh, local times for that show in your area because they run them delayed, they run them live. Eh, who knows what's going on there? Anyway, on the undercard, Yushinakami, a middleweight, taking on Ronaldo Souza, and there's another fight on the card, Joseph Benavides, always an inciting flyweight, 125 pounds, taking on Josie and Formiga. You know, the different weight classes in UFC, and people ask me about it all the time. This is what people want to talk about now at the supermarket. Before it was like, you know, when I would go through the line, I'm reading the National Enquirer. I don't want people to bother me. So I'm just buying my groceries, you know. And they would talk about boxing. Back in the day, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson this, Mike Tyson that, Mike Tyson this. Now it's what's the next UFC event? What's the next UFC event? Well, I was in the store yesterday. And I was telling people about Glover Ticks area because I hadn't uh, yet seen Benson Henderson lose that lightweight championship. So I said Glover Ticks area on September 4th. This is the, the fighter that I think has got – tremendous amount of potential. I think he has the potential to go out there and be world champion for a long time, not just for a minute. And the showdown with big John Jones, John Bones Jones, is going to happen in 2014, provided Glover gets by Ryan Bader. And that's this week, September 4th, on Fox Sports Channel. As I said, Joseph Benavides on the card. These are pretty good. This, these are great cards, folks, and they're on Fox Sports 1. In fact, if you don't have Fox Sports 1, you don't have cable, you can go to Facebook.com. And catch the 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 early the preliminaries there. So you know the UFC is doing their part. I mean they're getting their product out there. Yeah. What can I say, Bellator? I don't know. 
their, their, their PR guy says, get back to me in a couple of weeks. I guess they're having contractual issues with Spike TV because if they didn't, they'd be running those shows. Even if you have to split a show up, Jorn, you know, you put like you make it a one hour show instead of a two hour show. That way you can like go to go to an event, tape an event. OK, show one hour, one week and show the second hour of the next week. Not a problem. People in MMA will watch that. OK, whether the news gets out around regarding the results or not, they'll watch that. You'll draw decent numbers. You have to come with a consistent product in order to to cultivate an audience. And that's what this is all about. This is like grow. This is like a plant that's growing. The Bellator plant is a seedling right now, a clone, per se. It wants to bush out. It looked like it was headed in that direction with the Spike TV run this first year in 2013 from like January to May. Wow. I mean, we were getting cars that we want, like we like watching. Guys getting pow-powed, pancaked, okay, face flat. We love that stuff, okay? Not too healthy on the fighters, but pretty good as far as entertainment is concerned, all right? For some reason, Spike TV and Bellator, Bellator, which is owned primarily by Viacom Cable, of course, Viacom, part of the, I think, the CBS and the Showtime uh Umbrella, okay, and for some reason it's just not it's just not coming across. It's not coming across anymore, and nobody really wants to know why. I tried to get Bajoran Rebney, not Bajoran Borg. It's not like I'm trying to get the the uh, the, the the legendary tennis player from from Sweden on on the line. I'm trying to get Bajoran Rebney, who's the CEO over at Bellator Fighting Championships. Of course, that was Sugar Ray Leonard's former business partner in boxing. I tried to get him on the phone. I sent him an email. I sent him an email, and all oh, the publicists got back to me and jumped on me. That's why we make so we make fun of the publicists here. And, oh, don't bother me! No, don't bother Bajoran. You want to go? To the anyway, bottom line is, I don't like going through PR guys. Okay, I usually say, I mean, I've been doing this twenty nine years. I go to the horse. I don't go to the horse's mouth. I go to the horse. Okay, right to the horse. The bottom line is, Bajoran Rebney's a horse. He's the guy that can answer the questions right now as far as the future of Bellator fighting championships whether they're going to be on Spike TV forever, whether they're going to have sporadic events on Spike TV. See, because the sporadic events don't work. USC, they proved consistency and providing the product. An entertaining product, day in and day out, is what people want. Spike TV went nuts on that. They showed the UFC finance. They showed pay-per-views. They showed reruns of this and reruns of that. And even when the UFC had left them, went to Fox for that first year. I mean, 2000, was it 2012? Yeah. I mean, Spike TV was still running UFC events, counter to counter the UFC programming on FX cable, to counter it on Facebook, and to counter it on pay-per-view. That's what they did. If Cain Velasquez was fighting on pay-per-view, they show a Cain Velasquez fight from a couple of years ago. And if you were a little bit confused and you weren't like the, the uh, entrepreneur or a really sharp guy when it came to a, 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 a wise guy when it came to MMA, you didn't know. So you tuned in to Spike TV. Hey, guess what? You know, Cain Velasquez was fighting today, and Bob, there he is on Spike TV. Well, if you didn't know, you didn't know, and a lot of people didn't know. And Spike TV ran that game for about a year, and now it's over with, of course. Now they're with Bellator, and the Bellator thing just hasn't worked out. And I'm really sad about that. I think it's bad for fight fans, all of us combat sports fans across the country, man. I think we got the shaft there. I really think that, that Bellator had a chance to become the number two company. And right now they're sort of like, 2A, 3A, or whatever. They just they didn't step up when they had the opportunities. Just didn't step up. Look at the UFC schedule. Of course, I said Glover Texaria. The man is going to do his thing. That's September the 4th against Ryan Bader. And, of course, Alex uh, Gustafson challenging John Jones at UFC 165, September the 21st. October the 9th, UFC Fight Night. That'll be in Brazil. That'll be pretty good. UFC 166. Cain Velasquez, the aforementioned world heavyweight champion, once beaten. Hey, the Mexicans get on me when I'm 
buying burritos, things like that. It's Cain Velasquez, Pedro. No, 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 Cain. Cain Velasquez. Okay, Cain Velasquez. Anyway, the bottom line is he takes on Junior Tel Santos in the rubber match October 19th at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Figure a big crowd, that place will be rocking. No question about it. The Toyota Center will probably be sold out. The Mexican-Americans coming out to see Cain Velasquez, the UFC fans coming out in general, and then you have some Brazilian fans that are going to come up from Brazil because they want to see their man, Junior Dos Santos, fight for the heavyweight championship. Of course, they thought he was going to be heavyweight champion for a long time because he boxed so well. He punched well. But what happened in the rematch earlier this year? Cain Velasquez outpunched him. Boxing 101, baby. That's what won Cain Velasquez back, the UFC heavyweight title. Another UFC fight night on Fox Sports 1, and this will be coming from Manchester, the U.K. On top, the count, Michael Bisping taking on the aforementioned Mark Munoz. Mark Munoz in fantastic shape. Mark Munoz looked cut up. I saw a picture of him that somebody sent me the other day. I said, whoa, man, he looks like he's he's ripped. I mean, he is absolutely ripped. I think Mark Munoz is in the best shape of his life. He don't need to be against the count. Michael Bisping coming off that loss to Vitor Belfort, that controversial loss in which you know Vitor was taking these testosterone replacement therapies. That means they're giving you steroids legally. I don't like that. Do you like it? Think about this. A guy screws up his body taking steroids for like 10, 15 years. So his body no longer produces testosterone. So it doesn't have a high enough testosterone level, in his opinion, to be able to fight on a competitive level. Okay? So he's done this because he's cheated. That's the reason why his system doesn't make testosterone anymore is that he cheated. Okay? So we reward cheaters by allowing him to take testosterone replacement therapy. I don't get that. Okay, I really don't. Dana White was he sort of like president of USC. He's not really railing for it anymore, but he you know, he was on top. It's okay, it's okay. If a guy has needed a guy, no, if a guy doesn't need listen, people say to me that testosterone and EPO and drugs like this, these performance anti drugs, that we should legalize them across the board. Because some fighters are cheating and getting away with it and others aren't and they're probably losing. Okay. I don't agree with that. I just think we need to have more testing. Boxing needs more testing. The UFC needs more testing. And I don't mean just testing like on the day of the fight because, you know, these guys with these with these uh, sports nutritionists and my wink of my eye, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, sports nutritionists, uh, they are provide them with all these different performance-enhancing drugs and then they flush out of the system where they microdose down to the fight. If they microdose, like, you know, remember that Brad, what was his name, the guy that was running around the world, uh, Brad Armstrong, the cyclist, the cheater? The guy that came on Oprah and finally admitted that he cheated for all Lance Armstrong. He cheated all those years. Yeah, what a creep, huh? What, do you know he sued people? Do you know that guy ruined people's lives? People that called him a cheater. People that said he was cheating. People that said he was blood doping. He ruined their careers. He had them fired. He sued them. What a creep. When he went on, when he went on Oprah and said he you know, basically tried to confess, that was the most half-hearted confession I ever saw in my life, okay? As far as I'm concerned, Lance Armstrong is a turd, should never, ever be recognized for any of his athletic events, and I don't care if he raised all kinds of money for cancer. He ain't going to cure cancer either, okay? The bottom line is he's a creep, he's a turd, he's a cheater. I don't I think that guys that cheat, this is, you know, that was in bicycling. bicycling. I don't have that much of a problem with that, except that he said he didn't do it. That's where the that's the problem I have with that. Is that he denied it all those years. Didn't you know? Could have came clean. Didn't do it. He kept saying no, 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 no. When he was doing yes, 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 yes all the time. You know, if it had been, if there had been random testing, and the testing would have done right, if they'd have been not doing it according to Mr. Armstrong's schedule, okay, they would have caught him. But they didn't catch him. He came clean. He never tested positive. I think there were a couple of tests he might have tested positive for, and they destroyed the results. Yeah, just got rid of him. 
Okay, so Armstrong, it's cool. Cycling, fighting, not so cool. This is why I say this. When you have a fighter on steroids, or you have a fighter, I think, taking uh, testosterone replacement therapy, okay, and their steroid and their testosterone level is is high. I think it's like having a having a fighter with two hands and a hammer. I really do. I think it's like having a hammer in your hand. EPO allows you to train like forty five percent start harder, recover forty five percent faster. I mean, I'm not saying it's a coincidence that Manny Pacquiao used to sit down on the stool a couple of years ago without, I mean, he'd fight a hard round for three rounds and he'd come back and sit on the stool and he wouldn't be breathing hard. Uh, I'm not saying that was all about EPO, but it could have been. Think about it. Come on, that was supernatural. When guys do things that are supernatural, something is amiss. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Manny Pacquiao. Get the drift. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the MMA version. On the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. Live, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is the Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. Prices are for base buildings only. May not be available in some areas. Attention business owners. Do you want a stimulus package that really works? Before you spend thousands of dollars more than you should on your next building project, listen to this. General Steel has a stimulus package designed to help you save as much as half the cost of conventional construction on your next building. As much as half. That's right. General Steel can save you thousands of dollars with a pre-engineered steel building designed for your business or church. How about a 50 by 100 foot building for under $30,000? So don't pay thousands more than you should without calling General Steel first and save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. With the projected demand for steel in Japan and China, prices may be skyrocketing. Call 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. Now an important message from LifeWatch. I'm worried about my mom. She lives alone. What if she falls and can't get up? What if she has a heart attack or stroke and is unable to get to the phone? What would she do? Well, haven't you heard about LifeWatch? LifeWatch? LifeWatch, the emergency response system. My mom has it, and she loves it. Just by pressing a button on her pendant, she can speak, hands-free, to LifeWatch's care center. They notify emergency services, as well as family and friends. Help arrives in minutes. LifeWatch sounds like the perfect solution, but it must be expensive. No, it's less than a dollar a day. For a free brochure, as well as information on the new mobile help button, call 1-800-900-4114. That's 1-800-900-4114. Act now before an emergency occurs. 1-800-900-4114. Switchovers are always welcome. The IRS is one of the most powerful entities in America. 
They can contact your employer, embarrass you, and take a large part of your paycheck. Your personal bank accounts can be levied and your life turned upside down. If you owe back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, Ameristar Tax Centers has a special free consultation just for you. With proven experience, our enrolled agents, previous IRS agents, know how to get you maximum results. Ameristar Tax Professionals are licensed to represent you before the IRS. We'll contact the IRS immediately for you, stop the collection activity, and get you instant help to relieve you from this burden. Our customer service record is unmatched, and you'll appreciate our low fees. We guarantee not to charge you a penny unless we can help, and you'll discover your tax relief options on the first free call. Call 800-365-9864. 800-365-9864. Don't wait. Call 800-365-9864. 800-365-9864. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let my boys harmonize here a little bit. That is Tower of Power, folks. Check them out, towerofpower.com. I do some work for them as far as their website's concerned. Pedro's Song of the Month, stuff like that. It's all at TowerOfPower.com. You're tuned to the longest-running fight show on this ring talk live worldwide. I'm still excited, folks. UFC 168, although it's like four months away. I'm talking about December 28th. Chris Weidman getting a chance to prove himself being the world middleweight champion, knocking out Anderson Silva the second time in the main event. Las Vegas of that, of course, the undercard, the semi-main event. Ronda Rousey, the beast of women, taking on Misha Tate, who she's already beat. But of course, they've had this... Long thing in the Ultimate Fighter Season 17, back and forth. A cat fight. The cat fight concludes December 28th as far as UFC 168. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, don't forget the website, ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and you're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. <laughs> 